0: Welcome to the Podcast for Moms, where we believe not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Have a seat at the table with your hosts, Britt Fortunato, Tina Smith, and Betsy Pendergrass. We are moms of all ages talking about all the stages. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious chats, and occasional tears as we share with you all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome back to the podcast. I am Tina. I'm here with Betsy. Hey, Betsy, how are you today?
1: I'm so good.
0: I'm so glad to hear it. And Brittany, how are you today? i am good that's good listen to that mic we got her mic all figured out now It has volume we can hear just, her
2: i'm technologically challenged guys i'm not gonna lie i'm 32 and i should know what i'm doing but like but
0: i just needed, don't she needed her 60 year old mom come to tell her <laughs> how to work her technology and i
2: just want to say for the record mother, you were the one that taught me like how to do social media. Like I was <laughs> never, I'm clueless all the time with everything. That's you know, so
1: I funny. actually think most of the 30s, early 30s somethings that I know are just like you. Like they're like, it makes me feel like better. That? Yes. I don't know what it is. That's interesting to think about. Isn't it funny? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad I could be of assistance. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the table go grab a cup of coffee or a spot of tea as Sharon would say and honor uh, of the queen in honor (laughs) of the queen that's right rest her soul Um, and join us here at the table uh, today we want to talk to you about legalism so think. I think first of all, you know, whenever I'm thinking about these things let's define legalism what what's a good definition do you guys have a good definition for legalism I
2: do. I, I do <laughs> because pretty- I
0: read something
2: like 2 nights ago and I was like, Oh, that's good."
0: Oh, let's hear it. I,
2: and I oh, I always forget to give credit to the people like I I can't remember his name. Anyways, um, <laughs> I read somewhere that it is an attempt to secure righteousness in God's sight through good works. Ooh. It is thinking that you can earn God's approval Through doing good things, being a nice person or earning your salvation, none of which are possible because God's not, he's not impressed by mere performances. He wants your heart. It's not about your, your works alone. It's, it's your works coming from a place in your heart that has a love for God. It's out of love for God where those good works are to come from.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's also rules. It's a bunch of rules, right? To make yourself no. more righteous.
1: Like, you feel better it... about you. And yeah, hoop you know, jumping. Like if you can check the box, yes, if you could jump through the hoops, check the boxes, you feel pretty secure about where you are. Yeah. You so,
2: are. with that said, I'm just going to come right out and say religion is rooted in legalism.
1: It is. Mm-hmm. it's just
2: straight religion. Like, you are just there to check your boxes and do what you need to do to earn or however you want to say it, your, your way to God's approval.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to share this with you guys. I was in a church once and I pulled out the hymnal, which we don't have hymnals pretty much anymore, do we? And Mm -hmm, um, I know our church doesn't. Just don't know where you are. (laughs) Right, exactly. So I pulled out a hymnal and I opened the front part of the hymnal, and there was a list of rules, the do's and don'ts for that church. It was like Mm -hmm. you can't play cards. Like girls have, women have to wear dresses. I mean, there was all these rules. Betsy's like her, her mouth is like wide open. But it was, it was in the front part, pasted like inside this hymnal, and it was the list of rules of what you can and can't, can't go to the movies, I think was one of them. Oh, wow. Uh, it was. Yeah. And so that's legalism that it's, yeah. it's whatever we add to the gospel to make ourselves look better.
1: Right. There, there's something to, um, about the letter of the law that we hold ourselves to outside of relationship. Like, if we look at the life of Jesus Christ, there are so many things that were being skewed about um, faith that he totally dispelled things that were in the law that he was like, (laughs) y'all gone off the tracks on this. And so his lifestyle was in response to, we need a reset on this. This is, this is about relationship. This is not about law keeping. And so looking at Jesus's life and just digging in to like, let's look at like, how did he respond to some of these situations? It's like, I just want to go, okay. In response to legalism, eyes on Jesus. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. Look
0: at Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just focus on Jesus. And I, you know, there, I have a lot of friends. I'm not a rule follower, um, but it's not <laughs> technically a rule follower. <laughs>
2: I wasn't going to say it.
0: Are you a rule follower? Not even. (laughs) Oh, I'm so (laughs) not. I have a lot of friends who are rule followers though. And so I think there's comfort within those boundaries of following the rules. Like the Pharisees were following the rules. They had all these rules that they were, they totally missed Jesus because they were following the rules. And I think we can miss Jesus too, as moms, when we're just so focused on, the rules. You know, I see that a lot in parenting where if I just jump through all the right hoops with my kids, then they're going to grow up to be wonderful Christian people. And I'm not ever going to have to worry about them. And that's not true. That's not true. I mean, I've had all four of my kids go off the rails
1: and, but they've come back (laughs) for it's laughing. Well, Well, and I just, I feel, I'm feeling convicted because I really want to like come back at that you know, are you a real follower? Question because I don't think, like I resist rules of man, like, yeah. like, yeah, irrational religious. Like you reading that that hymnal, like I'd be having to pray for them right there in that church yeah. because <laughs> right. that would drive me crazy. <laughs> yeah. but I have noticed in the last few years that I want the Lord to give me rules about my life because I want to yeah. feel secure that I am doing the right thing. I have my fingers up. I'm like doing the quote, quote, air quote thing. <laughs> like if I just get it all right, then I feel good that like I'm enough and that I'm okay. And that Ugh. I'm secure. And that's wow. not his heart. Like no. he's not doing that to me. That's me in my own flesh, just trying to, I don't know, feel more secure
0: I don't Running I'm that pad, it's almost like that pat on the back kind of thing. If I can just have enough rules and if I'm if I'm jumping through the right hoops, then I get that pat on the back from Jesus where he all he's requiring is a relationship with me every day, you know. And it I think, you know, going back to that rule following friends, it's easier to live within the rules, like okay, I got my quiet time done today, check. I prayed today, check. I, you know, I went to church on Sunday, check, check, you know, and that's where we get our, um, that pat on the back that wanting, you know, okay, I'm doing all the right things. So I must be doing what Jesus asked me to do. And you can still miss it. Yeah. Because it's about relationship. It's about obedience to the Holy spirit. It isn't about setting up a list of rules. And if I just do all of these things and I see so many moms, you know, I want to, I want to roll this back to the moms because that's what, that's who we're talking to is like, I feel like, you know, there's so many things out there that say, okay, moms follow this program with your kids, read this book with your kids, do that with your kids. Well, really all your kids need is to see you have a relationship with Jesus and they're going to desire the same thing. Right.
2: Yeah, no. Um, I, I, I think, like you said, it's really easy to get into this sort of just checking the boxes routine. It's like religion aside, like everyone is, it is possible falling into this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've even myself have experienced a few times where I'm like, okay, let me stop for a second because am I just doing this to check a box or is this coming from a truly surrendered heart? Mm -hmm. Is this coming from my desire to, to be in his presence and, and to really like soak in his word. Um, so, you know, it's when we start getting up and, um, doing it, like I said, just to do it. Um, I lost my, my train of thought. <laughs> Right. I'm glad it's I not know.
1: just us right <laughs> no it's not um but I so what I want to say Mom is brain. it is
2: my bad guys it happens
1: yes a it lot
2: does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no so what I want to say is like it's if you get up and you have something going on and you have like a packed day, I'm not saying every day back to back is packed and you're just so busy. I'm saying every now and then you have a busy day. If you yeah. get up and you don't have time to sit there for your normal, whatever you do, 30 minutes in the morning, or you don't have time to like dip back into the word, like don't let that come back on you and 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 have that feeling of, oh my gosh, I screwed up and Jesus is going to like disown me for this. Like, (laughs) No, that's falling into legalism. That's saying if I don't do this and this and this, then it's wrong. I'm wrong. But that no, it's okay if you don't do everything exactly how you always do it. And honestly, it's a good thing to switch things up. It's good to like, shake up your routine so that you don't fall into legalism. So you don't fall into that checklist and it keeps you engaged and wanting more and, and getting back into his presence from a desire, not from a checklist.
1: Well, and the, the fruit of that, the first, you know, the the original situation is shame and condemnation and those things yes. are not for yeah. the Lord. Yeah. And yeah. I just like, in my mind, I just mm-hmm. thought, you know, Saul, Saul was a legalist before he got saved and set free by the law for sure yeah and so if you look at the story of of Saul pre-conversion to Paul um like he was completely justified by the law to do the things that he was doing but what did they what did he end up doing he was overseeing people get killed yeah I mean so like this is a like don't underestimate legalism and the demonic garbage that could come with it because we yeah. can end up in a total sideways mess mm-hmm. by being legalistic. And yeah. it's like, am I seeing like we do it a lot of these situations that we have all talked about are personal, like me, but like the truth is we do this to each other too. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. we look legally at other people. And I'm just here to tell y'all, that's a rabbit hole you don't want to go down. That's like, right. if we are judging one another, chances are legalism is in there somewhere. That's
0: good. because
1: we're holding other people to some sort of, you know, I don't know, expectation, legal expectation of like, well, they're not doing this and they're not doing that, blah, blah, blah. No, eyes on Jesus, people, eyes on Jesus. Well, it comes down to
0: your heart. What Britt was saying, I'm sorry, yeah. is that you've really got to, <laughs> excuse me getting over a cold. Um, you've really got to focus on Jesus. Like I can't judge the attitude of somebody else's heart yes, and right. where they're at. And I have to remember that, that legalism is all an outward appearance. Ooh. It's not, and it's yes. not it's indicative selfish. of what's going on. Yeah. It's very self-focused and yeah. making yourself feel good, making yourself, right. you know, and we're not saying like, don't, get up and do devotions in the morning and don't, you know, that's not what we're saying. What no. we're saying is is if it becomes a checklist of mm-hmm. boom, got that done, but there's no inward change. Right. Then you might be walking in legalism. Right. And so we so I've got a question do for that. you. Yeah. Go I got ahead. a
1: question for y'all. So It's like, what's the mom, the mom who does get up every day and have her quiet time? How does she know? Like if she's hearing, oh gosh, maybe I'm being a legalist. What are y'all's responses to that mom?
2: I, you know, actually it's funny you ask that because I feel like the Holy Spirit's really challenged me there because I'm not gonna lie and be really honest. I am not a morning person. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, she's not. I am I can't focus the same way. I don't wake up quickly. I'm just I'm not the happiest camper <laughs> always in the morning. So it really <laughs> is a challenge for me. And the Holy Spirit, um, I don't know, probably about a year ago, really challenged me on this to start getting up early. You know, because as a mom, that sometimes before everyone else gets up is your only chance for the day, mm-hmm. um, to start getting up and, and spending time in the Word and, and giving, you know, starting off my day on good terms with God and starting off, like, with Him as my foundation. And you know, I I I was thinking the other day, I'm like, am I? Because I got to a point where I was getting up and I felt like, you know. Um, in the evening, I do spend time in the word in the evening because I am so awake and alert and like can just focus better. Um, and that's when I like have these aha light bulb moments is in the evening, and I'm like, but because I don't have those aha light bulb moments in the morning, is that because, like I'm being late legalistic and just doing it to check it off? And then I got to thinking, I'm like, no, and honestly, the next day, i I don't think I think that was the day that I actually skipped my morning routine. Um, because of other things that were going on. And that day, it just, my day didn't roll the same way. I didn't, it, something was off. I, you know, I wasn't myself, meaning like I wasn't controlled by the Holy Spirit, which is how I was created to be. And, um, you know, sometimes it's not about always having those moments of like the aha moments where like, that always needs to happen. Sometimes, you know, just spending a few, even a few minutes in the word is just starting your day in God's presence. And that will set the tone for your day that shifts everything. Um, And I think it's, there is some discipline that is required um, as a follower of Christ. I think it is very important to do those things, but that, like I said before, it's okay if sometimes that doesn't happen. You know, I did go back into the word the day that I missed my morning routine. I did stop. And actually that in that moment when I felt off, like right away in the morning, I did stop and pray and get back into his presence and it was good. But, you know, it's, it's, yes, there needs to be discipline, but there's like a fine line. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's not, it it comes down to a heart attitude. I think it reminds me of when you're flying, you know, and you're watching the, the flight attendant does the whole mask thing. And she says, you know, make sure you put your mask on before you try to help anybody else. And it's like, if I don't put my mask on in the morning to get that oxygen, that presence of God, I can't go about helping anybody else because, you know, but the other part of that is true too. If you continue listening is, You know, just because the bag doesn't inflate doesn't mean the oxygen isn't flowing. And so that reminds me of those aha moments. Everybody thinks, oh, I got to have these big epiphanies Mm -hmm. every time I'm in the word. And that's not true. The oxygen is still flowing, even if the bag doesn't inflate, you know, and that's true in our spiritual life that we need to make that effort. But it's because I want and desire a relationship with Jesus. not because I'm checking it off. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of a strand that's gone through what we're all saying is we're, we keep going back to relationships. So I'm not, I'm wondering if the counter to legalism is actually relationship. And so, you know, mm-hmm. is it like um, something to do to check off? Is it a desire to meet with him? Like Brittany was saying, like get into his presence. The other kind of, there are some other ways though, that legalism creeps in. So it's like, you know, I, I just want to get it right, Lord. What's the right way for me to do this? And just realize like he, um, he loves us, period. Like, yeah, period. But we are not going to get it right all the time. We're going to screw up. He yeah. still loves us. That's like, right period. Now we're not saying you got permission to go do whatever in the, but no, if you're walking in relationship with them, you're not going to go do whatever all the time. This is not some kind of, you know, invitation into mess. Um, but, and the other thing is like, you know, Lord, let me see people the way you see them, like mm-hmm. not holding people to a, to a high level of unreasonable expectation, but Lord, let me see them the way you do. Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: I, Britt said with the discipline, it's a discipline Yeah. that, and, that and if you think about thought. that, it does. And if you think about yeah. that in the marriage relationship, like, I'm not gonna just go, okay, I don't, I can ignore my spouse now because I don't want to be legalistic. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. you want to develop yeah. a relationship there, you know, and that, which that takes work
2: from. and effort and, and, Desire all those that's things, good. that's right. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's not, it's not, I'm not going to jump through the hoops. That's not going right. to, you know, if I was just doing a set of things every day, that's going to get a pretty boring as a <laughs> married couple.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a really good analogy.
0: I just
2: want to make very clear too it, it's not the lack of good works that separates you from the father, it's your sin. Your sin separates you. If there's not a turning from your sinful flesh, then there's nothing. And I actually, the Holy Spirit brought me to Isaiah last night and I read it and I was like, oh man, that, that's it. So I wanted to read that to you guys really quick. Um, it's Isaiah chapter one, uh, starting with verse 11 says, what makes you think I want all your sacrifices, says the Lord. And this is the, the prophet Isaiah speaking to Judah. Um, I am sick of your burnt offerings of rams and the fat, fattened cattle. I get no pleasure from the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. When you come to worship me, who asked you to parade through my courts with all your ceremony? Stop bringing me your meaningless gifts. The incense of your offerings disgusts me. As for your celebrations of the new moon and the Sabbath and your special days for fasting, they are all sinful and false. And then it goes on to say, when you lift up your hands in prayer, I will not look though you offer many prayers, I will not listen for your hands are covered with the blood of innocent victims. Wash yourselves and be clean. Get your sins out of my sight. Give up your evil ways. Mm -hmm. He, God is saying, I don't want your, your religious acts and your, your good works because it's, it's coming from your sinful flesh. He wants Mm -hmm. you to get rid of your sin Mm -hmm. and come from from a a place from your heart he wants your heart he doesn't just want
0: these
1: these actions yeah but it's like even in that like even in that like you can see old testament and new testament responses of people who do it like you see david giving an extravagant sacrifice and dancing before the Lord nearly naked and the Lord is just like oh this is beautiful and you (laughs) see Mary pouring out the alabaster jar full of oil on Jesus and her tears and and all those things it's like he's like she's going to be remembered forever so it's like he's so extravagantly Mm -hmm. good that it's yeah. like he shows us where we can come in. It's like you, you, your sin is keeping you separate, separated. But then there's this invitation to interact with him in this these extravagant ways to yeah. show him how much we love him. But it's from a place of loving him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's not to earn. It's just to respond. Yeah. It's
0: it's not to jump through the hoops. It's about the relationship.
1: That is so good, Tina. You want to pray for these sure. women for us. Heavenly Father,
0: Lord, thank you so much for this mom that's listening right now. Lord, I lift her up before you. And I ask Lord Jesus that you would speak to her heart about any legalism that might be there, Lord, and that she would take those steps to um, enjoy relationship with you, not jump through hoops. Lord, thank you so much for your love and for your grace and for your mercy. In Jesus name. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: We know your time is valuable, and we want to thank you for spending some of it with us today. You can find Betsy at GatheringAround.com and Tina at RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org. Have a great day, and we will see you again next week.